Welcome to the Ghosty Girls Podcast. I'm so excited. We're glad to get the chance to finally record. Oh my goodness, it's been so hectic and crazy lately, and it's nice just to take a break and get back to what we love to do, and just to be able to talk to you about ghosties. I know. (laughs) It's been like two weeks since we last recorded, and just being home with the kids and trying to get them to do their schoolwork and just it's it's been hectic even being stuck indoors you just kind of I don't know it's it's been stressful but I'm here and I'm I'm ready with my wine oh hey I am trying the new Smirnoff green apple so we're gonna give that a try see how it goes I know we we can't sit and just chill and have a drink we've got to do it over a screen but that's okay I just I feel like we just have not had a normal day and what over a month yeah and I just I haven't even seen your face outside of a screen it's crazy and it feels like every time we talk it's life and kids and hey how are you feeling and we just don't have a chance to really talk about like the new ghosty friends I've made at least um and (laughs) (laughs) experiences around the house I know I mean usually that's like part of our daily conversation is what's going on um I actually went back to work this week now that I'm totally recovered from being sick and you know because I'm considered a sacrifice a sacrificial worker I mean what essential essential (laughs) is what I meant no you were right the first time I know right (laughs) but it's it's been weird I'm like taking as many precautions as I can, like being out of the house, definitely wearing a mask, not like the fun masks that you get to wear on Halloween, but you know, the ones that everyone's wearing nowadays. I know it's crazy. When I get home, I'm pretty much just like watching Brady Bunch reruns (laughs) and (laughs) I really need to like get more active though, because this whole thing is not helping my waistline at all. Girl, you are not kidding. I was, I had to go back into work this week, like for the first time in over a month. And I'm thinking not about the virus and how concerned I am about, you know, dealing with all of that. I was so stressed about, are my body parts going to fit in the clothes that I'm normally wearing to work? (laughs) (laughs) Are my feet going to zip? Like, I don't even know how many sizes I've gone up because sweatpants adjust for you yeah so (laughs) I was really stressing about that and it's so funny because you're not even gonna believe me I have not done my makeup in over a month no you're right I I don't believe you (laughs) I go to the store and I'm like I really don't care what you think I don't want to be here I have my list get out of my way that's me every day (laughs) (laughs) just move so like I grab my makeup bag. I'm like, okay, we're going to do this. I'm standing in the mirror and my mind is blank. I don't even remember where I start. Like, what is my routine? What do I put on first? So I'm trying to like put my makeup on and I am getting so frustrated. I seriously considered going to work without it. (laughs) I know, right? For me, like that. I it blow, I will not even like go out to the mailbox without having foundation on. So, <laughs> and it was so funny because you don't even think about it. Like as the seasons change, you change your makeup color because you get tan or you get lighter. Girl, I knew that I could not go to work without my makeup because they would have stopped me at the door and been like, girl, you definitely got that Rona. We're calling 911. Because... <laughs> I I don't think they would recognize me or they would think I was a zombie of some sort, but I put my makeup on. I'm like, okay, this is halfway decent. I can try to go to work. And it it looked like I had taken self tanner to my face, like five shades too dark. And (laughs) the rest of my body, like it's been a ghost. I was so (laughs) embarrassed. There was no amount of blending that would have been better. It was so. Oh, your oh face my is one color. The rest of your arms are another color. It's like, what is happening? I, that is so funny. I'm so I, white from being inside, man. I don't know. 
I feel like if I showed up to work with a lot of makeup or like a full face of makeup on, they would be like, oh my God, what's wrong with you? So <laughs> it's really funny. Like, we're on totally different ends of the spectrum there for sure. I told my husband at the beginning of the a weekend, I'm like, I got to go in Monday just for, you know, just to grab a couple things and I'll be out. I go, I'm really thinking about not wearing makeup. And he looked at me, he's like, are you serious? I go, yeah, he's all cool. Awesome. You know how many days or how many times I've tried to get you to not wear makeup? It's not a big deal. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to try. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you couldn't do it. I, I literally could not. I don't know. There's something in me. I could not leave the house. I don't know what it was. I was probably more embarrassing to look at <laughs> with two, three, four shades on my face than if I would have just left it alone. And probably no one would notice that you had no makeup on. Like in reality, you would notice, but no one else would care. I don't think. You're probably right. I can almost guarantee you everybody noticed that I had four shades <laughs> on my face. <laughs> I just like, I just need to get in here and get out. Just grab the oh stuff. Oh my gosh. That's but, funny. Uh, Next time I want to see a picture. Are you kidding me? You blackmail me with that. Are you kidding? I mean, our next Instagram post. Look, <laughs> a ghost, except for her face. Oh my gosh. I know, <laughs> right? I really, I am like aching. I need a ghosty update. So what's been going on? Like we really haven't talked about is anything happened since we last recorded? Oh, um, quite a few things. So in the last podcast, we talked a little bit about a shadow that was in my son's room that um, kind of something that was coming out of his closet and how we took the closet doors off. And we kind of felt like there was possibly a portal in there. Um, so that was something that we dealt with, went through his room. And the other night he actually came into my room and said, mom something I just watched something come out of my closet I'm like what oh my gosh are you kidding no no way I'm like okay what color was it and he's like well it was pitch black in my room and it was just a little bit different of a color that I could tell it was a different shade you know right you could just see it moving but he's like it knocked my airpods off my desk I'm like oh great oh gosh yeah, so we had to go through his room again. I'm just like, there's always I something. It's, it's really hard whenever you, you're kind of like a lighthouse and things come in and you're always going to deal with that. But it's frustrating when you know that there's a problem and you think that you've kind of done what you needed to to handle it and it doesn't quite work. You start to wonder, is it supposed to work? Or are mm-hmm. you supposed kind of go through that trial so that you understand it maybe it's trying to teach your son something you know true um, and that's kind of something we've talked about before is with with everything that we are exposed to or things that we come in contact with what is that experience teaching us and how yeah. are we growing within our gifts so yeah. it's possible that that is there to help him grow or to maybe you as the mom to relax and and kind of walk him through it so he understands later on that things will come and go, you know? Yeah. It's, it's sure. hard to say. That's hard, though. I can't imagine having to um, deal with that. It, it is. I mean, it seems like now activity has subsided. He hasn't had any other issues in his room. But I kind of feel like that will always happen. His room is just very active. So it, Yeah, when I went through, it was definitely way before you guys ever got there. It's just something that doesn't feel right. It's just off. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you're ever going to really rid that. I, I mean, I know it's possible, but maybe it's not meant to be, you know? Exactly. I do have a really cool story of something that happened last week. Um, this is so exciting for me. So <laughs> just I'm to set the story me. up. Okay. <laughs> so my husband and I were watching like the Jersey Shore family, whatever vacation on MTV. And it was an episode where uh, Snooki, 
Yes. I think that's her name, right? Yes. <laughs> I act like I did not watch this show, but yes, that's her name. Okay. So she had a friend of hers who's a psychic medium come over to the house and she was going to have her talk to the group. And so some of them were all excited and some of them were like, no way. I don't believe in that crap, blah, blah, blah. The usual. So while we're watching, my husband's like, wow, I really wish I knew someone that could like talk to spirits for me. And I'm like, first of all, rude. (laughs) Um, Where have you been? (laughs) You sleep next to her every night. Like, God. Oh my gosh, um, I can't believe you said that. Second of all, you know Anna. Like, what <laughs> What are we to you, you know? And We're so, familiar. He's like, well, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant, you know, I, he really wanted to talk to his grandpa that passed away when he right. was young. And he's like, it just would be really cool. You know, can you do that? I'm like, well, if he comes to me, Yeah. But I'm not going to, like, call on him. I'm not going to call on a spirit. That's right? just not what I do. Like, I'm, I'm so glad you performer. said that. I'm glad you said that, though, because I am the same way. Like, if there's something meant to come through or they need to come tell me something, awesome. If I'm going into a place to investigate and you kind of know that something's there, I will say, whatever is here dealing with this family this is what you you need to say or, you know, whatever. But I will not be like, hey, you know, grandma, if you're there, please exactly. come. That's, that's because not. Who's okay. going to answer to, hey, grandma, you don't know what it could be. It could be a demon. It could be whatever <laughs> else. Yep. So I'm like, no, I don't call on stuff. If somebody has something to tell you or if there's a reason that you really need to talk to them, they'll come through. Right. And if it's not through me, they'll find a way to get to you. That's what I believe. So he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. I understand what you're saying. And um, we talked like a little bit more about discernment and things like that. And, you know, how does everyone know how to do that? And, you know, we talked about how that's like a learned, you know, when you have that gift, it's something that you practice and experience with that is what makes you able to discern good from bad, human from non-human, things like that. So the following night, it's probably, God, we were going to bed like super late while we were stuck home on quarantine. So it was probably like close to midnight and we put a show on and we're laying in bed, kind of talking. He's like looking on his phone as usual. And all of a sudden I get this like wave of maple syrup, like smell just hits me right in the face what is it and smells man that's like your thing (laughs) so you'll smell it before you see (laughs) him I know so I sit straight up you know because I'm like what's happening I smell it I'm like doing that thing where you're like do I smell this for real right I say do you smell anything he's like no okay and I lay back down I'm like close my eyes it's maple syrup. He's like, what? I'm like, just quiet for a second. And then it just comes to me. I'm like, it's maple syrup. It's breakfast. You used to eat breakfast. He's like, well, I do eat breakfast. I'm like, no, no. Like, I'm like, just be quiet and listen to me. It's, it's, this is for you. The maple syrup, you used to eat breakfast. Like he goes, yeah, I used to eat breakfast with Nana and Papa I'm like that's it I go that's it and he's I'm like he's here hold on and I'm like closing my eyes trying to focus because now he's like aware of it and moving around right so I'm like stop distracting me (laughs) oh my gosh and so I'm like okay (laughs) the fact that you talked about it like maybe he heard it was like oh I, you can do this? Sure. Here I am. That's exactly. Awesome. So I'm like, okay, he's here. I'm seeing like, I start to tell him the things that I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing like, there's like a ovalish kitchen table and it's like white speckled kind of 70s style. And it has like metal edging on the outside. And he just looks at me and he goes, shut up. 
like, I swear. He goes, yeah, that wasn't the table. They had like a open bar, like island in the kitchen where we would sit. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, okay, was there, there was a room behind the kitchen. And he goes, yeah, it was used to be the garage. They converted it into a room. And I'm like, I can't see it, but like, I could feel it. I know you know what I'm saying. Like you could feel there was a room, but I couldn't Mm -hmm. see it. And I was seeing him at an age where he was probably about six. And just that his grandpa was saying like the maple syrup was like, he would put a lot of syrup and he'd be like, that's enough. That's enough. That's kind of the vibe I was getting. Um, And just a couple other things about the house that I was able to like pinpoint. And and you didn't know going in. You never about it. I mean, we had talked. I he had such a close relationship with him and very, very special relationship, even though he had passed when when my husband was about eight. And he just had always idolized him and loved him so much so we had talked about them before and how he'd spent time there but never like those details and you know like when you're getting this information and especially when it's somebody that you know that you're giving information to you're like questioning yourself like does this person ever tell me anything like is this right conscious kind of like tuning into something we had already discussed or a picture scene yeah so I had to say, like, I'm not quite sure if this is right, but I'm just going to tell you everything that I'm seeing and feeling. And so I'm like, did he smoke? And he's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, because I'm seeing that. And basically what he said to me was, well, he asked for me to come. And he said, and oh she told gosh. me to. Basically saying, like, she told me to. I'm assuming talking about his wife. Like, okay. She told me to come. And I felt him for a little bit longer. And then he was gone. That blows my mind. Not that you did that, but that I've never really been able to, aside from a couple feelings here and there, been able to talk to anybody I've been related to. Like my mom had passed, and uh, so that's that's amazing that you were able to touch base on that and get that much detail. It's almost like, okay, I'll show him he, what he's got sitting next to him. That that blows my mind. I am so happy you were able to do that for him. What did he say? Was he shocked? He was really quiet afterwards, and then he didn't say anything. So I was just like, okay, I'm not going to bring it up again. Um, but I, I kind of feel like, so his grandma, um, she passed away when he was much older. So I actually had the chance to meet her and she was definitely a believer. You know, she very much was a spiritual person and I actually had, she came to me in a dream when I was about 21. It was a really, really cool experience. Um, And I always just kind of felt a connection with her after that. So when Mm -hmm. he told me, well, he asked for me to come and she told me to, it kind of felt like she, she told him, you can talk to her. Like you can trust her. Oh my gosh. And that's kind of how I felt afterwards. Like she was like, it's okay. You can talk to her. That is so amazing. Like you almost had me in tears. Like, because I know the story you're talking about when she came to you and uh, I'm just so happy you were able to give that to him and that you were able to just relax and it's really hard not to doubt yourself and you didn't. You're like, here's what it is because sometimes you'll get information and they'll say, no, that doesn't quite make sense. And it's not that you're wrong. It's that they give you some weird images. Sometimes it's even flashes or smells and yes. you've got to try to take that information and figure out what they're trying to tell you. So it may not be that they're getting it wrong, but you're just interpreting it wrong, you know? Exactly. And so I'm only, that's where I get hesitant. Yeah. But I, I was so excited to be able to do that. And it, I'm it surprised you little... didn't call me like right then and be like, oh my gosh, guess what I did? I know. <laughs> It was too good of a story. I had to wait till I could like 
really talk to you because at midnight you'd be like what are you calling me for it better be a demon (laughs) it better be a demon you can't handle (laughs) you know I'd answer (laughs) oh my gosh that's so amazing oh my gosh that's kind of been where where I've been at but what about you anything ghosty happening at your house recently I was like thinking I would have the only story, but yours just blew mine out of the water. Oh, no way. Let me hear it. Okay, so I have been so bored that I decided to rearrange my entire house. I'm not even kidding, like my entire house. So (laughs) we have like this third story, kind of, it's just like a loft, right? Mm-hmm. And my husband's office is up there. He rarely goes up there, so it's not really being used too much. And I decided it would be really cool to put the kids' TV and PlayStation and all that up there because where they're at every night, you know, we have the TV on, they're playing PlayStation, we're competing in volume. Who can raise the volume loud enough to hear over the other? <laughs> so. <laughs> I was thinking if I can put them always wins, right? Yes. I will turn that TV up to a hundred if I have to. And the neighbors will hear every sound. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So I was like, okay, if I can stick them on the third story, like bam, problem solved. So I was like, okay, where am I going to put my husband's office? And my youngest is like, oh, I'll, I'll um, go into me back up my oldest decided to move out recently (gasps) so his stuff has been sitting there for a while and so my youngest is like oh I'll take his room (laughs) and part of me's like okay but if I pack up his stuff he's really gone but I, I know I did I went in there and it took me all day I so gently folded and washed and packed up so nicely everything and after I cried. I put everything in the garage. And so my little one's like, okay, cool. I'll take his room. And he's like, let's move my things. So (laughs) we moved his room into my oldest room. And I put the office into his room. Mm -hmm. And they, the, my middle one and my little one had left. They went with family and I was just kind of doing things over the weekend by myself. And as I'm moving my husband's office down into the little one's bed, what was his bedroom, mm-hmm. I get this really weird feeling. Like, like I shouldn't be doing this. Like, oh no. I just, I know. And my oldest, um, I realized from a very young age that he had kind of what I have uh, not to the extreme but he does have it um, and he went the opposite way he wanted nothing to do with it he he just did not want not one ounce of anything to do with it he'd rather just push it away and ignore yeah so because of that he would have things coming to him and as he's trying to ignore it you know he just got really kind of in a bad place depressed just not in a good spot so his room has always felt cold and dark and just off yeah and as I was thinking about moving my youngest in there I kind of hesitated because my youngest is very sensitive um so I thought for a second just a split second should I let this room air out like should I just wait? But I just wanted to get it done. I moved all his stuff in. And so as I'm moving my husband's office down into his old room, I got that feeling of what's happening. Something's off. It doesn't feel right. It's uncomfortable in here. Like the, the air has changed. I know, you know what I mean? Like it just Mm -hmm. shifts. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to take a break. I'm going to just go downstairs, get some water, come back up. I do that. I come back up. 
and don't laugh it's so mean but I shouldn't have <laughs> I, go, I go to the third story and my husband's grandmother had painted a bunch of paintings and they're big they're in big like wood frames and they're just clunky he never put them on the wall they were just kind of there in storage and as I'm coming down I'm holding the frame and I hit my hand between the frame and the wall and I'm like oh that hurt I'm mad like I'm almost in tears like I hit it so hard I'm like these stupid paintings like we just cart them around everywhere and we never put them up and they're not even pretty and as I said it I was like oh maybe I shouldn't have said that so I I know I'm so bad um but as I as I get that feeling I'm like oh maybe she's mad like maybe I I shouldn't have said that Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, okay, maybe she's just mad at me. I never got to meet her. Maybe she's just mad at me. So I'm like, I'm just going to stop for the day and I'm going to go take a shower. So I go in, start taking my shower. I get the shampoo in my hair. And all of a sudden at the shower door, I know something's there. Like without a doubt, as real as my husband would be standing there, I felt something there. and. I open the shower door and I'm like, oh my God, I've got to go through this thing. And so I'm having a panic attack. I rush out of the shower, out of our room, down the stairs. Like I'm soapy. I have water everywhere. Soap's all over the floor. And I'm yelling at my husband, help me. And he comes up. He's like, what's wrong? I go, oh my God, you just, you just got to come in here. Something's wrong. He's like, are you okay? What's happening? I go, didn't you hear me calling for you? Because I had been yelling and he didn't hear me. Yeah. And um, I go upstairs. He's like, what's wrong? I go, just stand there. And he goes, okay, what am I standing here for? And I'm like, um, I honestly so can't tell you. Like, I, I might have pissed off your grandma. And he's like, what? And I go, I don't know. Just stand here. Let me get the soap out of my hair. so I rinse off I get out and I start telling him like I have never felt fear like I had felt fear uh standing in that shower usually I can kind of self-check and realize okay it's just making me feel fear it's fine just push it away but Mm -hmm. this was like panic inducing fear and um I was telling him something's off. Don't you feel it? You know, dummy me asking him if he felt it. Right. Um, (laughs) But he's like, no, I don't feel anything. I go, something's wrong. I go, this is what I said about your grandma's paintings. But like, this is bad. This isn't just an upset energy. I'm scared. Yeah. He goes, well, what do you think's wrong? And so I sit down in the middle of like, our bedrooms are kind of all facing each other. So I sit down in the middle of the little sitting room. I'm like, okay, just give me a second. Let me think. And I could tell that whatever the energy that's normally in our house had totally changed. Like if there had been something in my oldest son's room and it had stayed there, I probably wouldn't have noticed it because I never go in there. Uh But it felt like something that was in there was mad that I was moving things and changing things. And I had taken the oldest stuff out and disrupted that space. Yeah. So I go in there. I pray. I'm like, okay, just let it air out over the weekend. uh, The kids come back Sunday night and the middle one who never feels anything he came upstairs and he goes, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, why? It just doesn't feel right in here. I go, oh no, it's, it's fine. Like just trying to comfort him that, yeah. you know, we just move things. Things are different. That's just all it is. It just feels kind of funky because we moved everything. He's like, okay, cool. And he goes in his room. Little one comes upstairs, goes in his room. He comes out. And he goes, mom, I think something's mad. I'm in there. I'm like, oh no. 
Like, I was hoping it would just kind of all settle, you know? Yeah, but he felt Um, it right away. He did. He walked in there, and he's like, "Uh, something's mad I'm here. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Because he tends to be picked on quite a bit when there's Mm -hmm. spirits in the house because he's sensitive. So I'm sitting in his room trying to convince him, no, it's fine. We just moved everything. It feels weird. It'll be okay. And I sit on his floor and I'm like, I'm a horrible mom. I can't leave him in here. What did I do? (laughs) And so I just, I sat down with him. I held his hands and I'm like, look, we don't know what was in here before. You know, maybe the energy that we had in our house is just disrupted right now. Let's just pray. And so we sit there and we pray and we ask for protection and guardian angels and for things just to be clear. And I still felt pretty uncomfortable. I think it was just the residual energy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I went to bed. No big deal. He was like, cool, I'll sleep in here. I'm good. He didn't feel anything. So I was like, all right, I'll just leave it. But I go to sleep. And every time I start to drift off, I hear knocking in my room. And I'm like, okay, whatever. It's just whatever starts closing my eyes again and I feel the sheets pull like something was trying to get my attention uh-huh. and I, I like rolled over and I'm, I'm, I say just leave me alone we'll we'll deal with this in the morning go away I pray um I roll over and I feel the ve- the bed start to I can't even say like vibrate but like yeah. pulsing I know exactly what you're talking about because I felt that before really Yes. Okay. I was like, I I felt like I was losing my mind mm-hmm. because it literally felt like a hum to the yes. bed. Yep. And I, I grab my husband's arm and he's already dead asleep and I shake him and he rolls over and I'm like, are you okay? Cause it had stopped. And he goes, yeah, I'm fine. Rolls back over. As soon as he falls back asleep, it starts to hum again. And I'm like, what is going on in this house? (laughs) Uh, I just, all I could do was pray and just push it away and go to bed. After that, nothing, nothing happened. Yes. The only thing I will say that I hear um, or that the boys hear is that they'll keep coming downstairs. Did you call me? No, I didn't call you. If if I did, I would have came upstairs because you're not going to hear me all the way down here. But they will come down two or three times a day. What, mom? No, I didn't call you. So other, I know. But other than that, there's been no shadows, no noises. Hmm. So I don't, I don't know. I guess something like hiding in wait or is it just (laughs) having to air out? I definitely felt the energy that you were talking about in your oldest son's room. Like it definitely had been there and attached itself to that room. So yeah. I can see why it would be pissed that you yeah. disrupted it and took it out and realizing that its source, you know, You're whatever right. it was drawing from your oldest son, you know, obviously something because he was pretty down and not in a great place when when he was in there I I could understand why it was probably going around the house looking around like what do I do where do I go and then I pack up all his stuff like he's not coming back and it probably was pissed exactly Mm, I didn't even think about that because when he left totally different person like mm-hmm. night and day, so I know it stayed. Oh yeah, I, and I should knowing our background, I should have known that. Like I should have feeling the telltale signs. I should have stopped and reevaluated. But I was just like I was so bored out of my mind. I just was in a rush to get everything moved around that I just that's rushed it. It's that's what's hard about moving things around in your house and switching rooms or not even switching rooms. Sometimes it's even just moving furniture is you don't know what kind of activity that you're stirring up, what energy is being moved or whatever. And sometimes that's a good thing. And that's how you clear your house. You can cleanse that energy out of the house. 
but other times you you might get more than you expected yeah and you know I I totally get what you're saying you could move the couch and things are like kind of off I moved what one two three four rooms all of a sudden like within a week I like totally stirred everything in the house up yes for (laughs) sure so, I mean, I don't know about the paintings and whether or not it was really your husband's grandma because that I would don't be think so. Scary. But unless unless she was like a no bullshit kind of woman, like, what do you mean my paintings are ugly? <laughs> like, because she just she just popped in at that moment when you said that, and she was like, "This bitch thinks my paintings are ugly." Oh, now I'm gonna watch her in the shower. <laughs> I'm telling you, what was outside my shower door was not a little old lady. No, there is no way. <laughs> no, she may no. have like first off gotten upset, and that may have been the shift I first like kind of recognized. But that shower incident, Jess, I'm telling you, I was scared. Well, I knew, I knew I had to run through it. Yeah. <laughs> You talked about how you guys have had the paintings for a long time and that you kind of carted them around from house to house. So obviously they've been around for a while, right? Yeah. I never said they were ugly though. (laughs) But it could be like moving them from house to house. Like you don't know what energy can kind of come along with those or where to come from or the intentions of, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I totally get things it. that go into items that you don't really think about. Yeah. So it, it could be it's a lot of things. I don't know. I'm just, I'm glad that things have quieted down. If I could just get to the root of who is calling my children, we'd be good. <laughs> that is an investigation for another day. <laughs> yes, for sure. I do not have any energy to do it this week. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we could get this coronavirus like reeled in and get the shelter in place lifted, then we can start investigating again and we'll start with your house. <laughs> there we go. You need to come over. <laughs> I'm so down. Just mask up, put a glove on, and then like Tyvek suit and come in. Just handle it because I can't. <laughs> I can't deal with it now. Oh my gosh. So we actually have a story from someone on Reddit who asked us to share the story. And it kind of ties into what you were talking about a little bit. It blew my mind whenever I saw the story you wanted to share. Because (laughs) I was like, you've got to be kidding me. She doesn't even know what happened in my house. And she chooses this story. (laughs) So I'm excited because... If you think about it, when we read these stories, some of our listeners, some of the stories we'll share are people that don't know how to handle these things. And it can be pretty scary when you don't know um, what to do or how to handle it. So when we share these stories and kind of give our input, hopefully that reaches out to somebody out there listening and helps them understand a little bit, or maybe has them ask us some more questions. For sure. I mean, that's, kind of the whole reason I think that you and I both want to do this podcast is to really not only share things because we know that it interests people, but to help people. Right. Um, okay. Right. So prepa- tell prepare it, tell yourself. It. It's so amazing. Prepare yourself, people, because this is like so eerily similar. Um, all right, here we go. So it starts off. Me and my mom moved into a flat, and an old lady had died there before us. My mom cleaned up the place, and we moved in. No offense, but it was a typical elderly house, and all of her furniture was left there, so we moved right into her setup. The rugs, tables, beds, and personal paintings all stayed up. One night, as I slept in my room, the smaller room, I had a terrible nightmare about a man in the painting in my room. All of the paintings had been done by her that were hanging in her house, so this lady probably knew them personally. As I had this nightmare, I sat straight up in a cold sweat, and the painting fell from the wall, breaking the glass in the frame and making a loud noise. I started crying like there was no tomorrow and refused to sleep or even spend time in that room from that day on. I started to live out in the living room, and every other part of the house had a really eerie and dark vibe to it. 
One night, my mom and I are watching TV, and she decides to go to sleep because she's tired. So I say goodnight, and she goes. I stay up and continue watching TV. Now, the living room had a door that was glass. Not a clear glass, but kind of a blurred mosaic. Hours pass, and I see my mom through the door messing with the hanger in front of the living room door. I figured she woke up and was probably looking for something. Then I noticed she stood there for like two minutes. At this point, it still didn't hit me. I noticed she was wearing a green shirt, like one that she wears for work, and I was about to walk over and see if everything was fine. I thought she must have been feeling sick. And then she just turned around and went back into bed in the room where I had the nightmare. In the morning, we were having coffee in the kitchen, and I asked her about it. She looked at me with a pale face and said, after I went to bed, I never got back up, and I definitely wasn't wearing a green shirt. I was wearing a pink one. Needless to say, my blood turned to ice. And that was from Redditor White Chocolate Fondue. Thank you so much for letting us share your story. All oh, right. my gosh. We have to discuss this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited because it really, like, hit on exactly what had happened in my house. You know, moving into another space, especially a new space, somebody else's space, it can get tricky. You know, it's like you're just invading what was already there or changing what has been there for a while. Um, But as I listened to the story, I was thinking about there's kind of two parts to this, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the first one is the elderly woman, right? So she probably had lived in that space for a while and, you know, some elderly people, they kind of tend to stick at home, become homebodies. So I'm thinking, you know, she spent a lot of time and energy here. In fact, probably most of her energy went into everything in this space. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when she passed, especially in the home, I'm really not surprised that she lingered. Um, yeah. Whether it was to see kind of who had moved in or maybe, you know, the routine she had. Maybe it was just her energy moving through that routine and just kind of continue to follow that. But I was so anxious to ask you kind of what you think. I mean, what is your opinion on residual energy? Do you think it's like an actual spirit or do you think it's kind of the energy imprinting on the space that just kind of runs through a loop? Okay. So there are a few things I'm kind of thinking hearing this story based on my personal experiences I think it's very possible that the spirit or the energy of the woman that lived there the elderly woman was kind of stuck on a loop like repeating her routine I feel like that is a common thing I've seen that in my own house um, right with the activity in the hallway we kind of had a an issue with the the woman that used to live here too. Um, Also, I think it's quite possible for the energy to be trapped or attracted to pieces of furniture or items. Um, And I've experienced things in my house where you have energy tied to items or maybe that energy is absorbed by items. So Mm -hmm. that could be why she felt uncomfortable about the painting or felt uncomfortable about the other rooms in the house. You know, right. you're, you're moving in and you're introducing all of your energy into a house that has probably been stagnant for a really right. long time. So whatever's there is like, uh, excuse me, what's happening here? It's kind of like, you know, when you're moving your house around. Yeah. So things can kind of go wild. It's like, you know, in all the scary movies of hauntings and things like that, <laughs> it's always like the family moves into this quiet and perfect yeah. house and then there's ghosts. I really don't think that is a coincidence. I think it, it can really be like a disruption to the spirits in the house, whether they be good or bad, because right. there are good spirits. And it's just the energy itself can kind of get thrown off. So to answer your question... about residual energy (laughs) um I I think it can be a combination of both I think sometimes there truly can be actual spirits that can be trapped in a loop yeah but I think also 
energy in printing on the space, like you said, I think that can definitely be possible. So it could be a combination of both things happening in the story. Yeah, I I would have to agree with you. We've seen both instances. Um, for a while, I kind of thought, oh, residual energy. I don't know. It has to be a spirit that's kind of confused, trapped in a, you know, just a loop. But then as I really started thinking about different experiences, I can totally understand where an energy just kind of gets my husband actually asked me the other day I said well if you came let's say for example through the front door every day at the same time for 10 years straight you kind of build up this energy of that's the Mm -hmm. pattern that happens every day maybe it is very possible that that's just a loop that plays whether that person is there or not that energy just happens to know that that's what it is and it just flows because it's been done so many times exactly it could be a buildup of energy yeah they they tend to say they you know the people of the internet tend to say that that is why (laughs) hallways and stairwells are very active is because there is a buildup of energy I mean if you think about it as living beings we exert energy doing everything we do. Walking right. upstairs, you exert a lot of energy. So it really does make sense. It does. I love the fact that you can say the word energy now. I'm so I know. Happy. I'm proud of me too. <laughs> <laughs> You've come I, so far. <laughs> I can totally say it. Oh my gosh, you're too funny. <laughs> but I think the other part to this is that the man in the dream, right? So Mm -hmm. I think there could be a couple things with that going on. Um, It's kind of hard to know exactly what that was all about because we didn't hear what the dream was. Um, And I know that there's been a couple times because dreams are kind of your thing um, Mm -hmm. where you've had a really bad dream and you wake up and you're like, I was so scared. Like, I don't understand. But as you really kind of thought through it and tried to analyze it a little bit more, it was just a spirit's really bad (laughs) attempt at trying to get you to understand or to really catch your attention and make you remember that in the morning. So it could be that it was just a spirit that was there um, just trying to get her attention and give a message and maybe it was misinterpreted um, or maybe they exerted way too much energy trying to tell her whatever it was and cause it to fall and break. Um, Or here's the stranger thought. Maybe the elderly woman was actually dealing with, whether she knew it or not, a spirit while she lived there. Uh, Maybe it didn't even bother her. But again, you have someone new coming in with a new set of energy disrupting things. And maybe it was that spirit's way of getting their attention and getting them to go because, you know, it knew that she already had this fear of the painting. So Mm -hmm. it's very possible that that's what it was. I mean, what do you think about it? That's creepy, first of all. I know, right? (laughs) I mean, how many people don't have, like our husbands, have no feeling toward this? How many spirits has my husband dealt with in his life that he never knew about, you know? I know, right? It's so (laughs) scary to think about. Like, they say ignorance is bliss, and maybe sometimes that's true because... yeah. If they could For only sure. see the things that we see. <laughs> um, I, I think that you kind of hit the nail on the head. Like when you're talking about, you know, you have these new people come into this home and maybe it's an attempt to kind of scare them. It could be that. Absolutely. Yeah. You're right. When you talk about dreams, I mean, I could go on and on. Like we need an entire episode dedicated to dreams because it is yes. very fascinating to really dive into the meaning and when you are getting these messages or signs or whatever it might be like it's oh it's amazing um so without knowing exactly what happened in the dream yeah. it's kind of hard to say but i feel like it could be um the energy in the house Maybe yeah. her not being able to interpret what was happening when she was awake. 
And so when she was asleep, her body was trying to process. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. And maybe she was more open when she was asleep. So whether it's energy or spirit spirits, it was trying to really make sure she understood what it was trying to say. I do feel like that's true. And I think you and I both know, like, when we're getting ready to go to bed, that's the time that all the ghosts want to come and talk to us because you're settled and you're calm and you're quiet. So it's a lot easier to reach somebody in that state than when they're distracted. So probably if they're trying to get a message to her, it is easier to go through a dream. Yeah. Um, it also could have been a warning um, or, you know, scare tactics. Very yeah, well. I'd like to tactics. hear the rest of the story. Like, did anything else happen after that? Were, like, did you take anything out of the house? What were the actions after that? What did you do? I would love for that um, writer to let us know kind of more information on that. I would love to dive into that. Yeah, we definitely need a follow-up with yeah. White Chocolate Fondue. I will reach out and let them know <laughs> we need more. Um, and I mean, if anyone else has any stories similar to this, please feel free. Send us your stories and your experiences because I think so many people have these kinds of things happen when they move into a new environment. So right. it's pretty common. Um, we actually had a question on our Instagram. Somebody asked. I like this question. Are ghosts aware of their reality? So meaning are ghosts aware that they're ghosts? (laughs) I love this question. I can't wait to hear your answer. So really? Have I not told you this before? Girl. (laughs) Okay, so I can only speak off of experience, and I'm not saying that it is right or wrong. I'm just saying, in my experience, this is why I believe what this is. So, (laughs) this is, and I, I don't know exactly how to say it without sounding. Sounding what? Girl, we are on a podcast talking about how we <laughs> see spirits. You can't sound anything. <laughs> I don't want to sound like preachy. Like, I want to get my point across, but not make it sound. All right. I'm just going to say it because I'm not ashamed of what I believe. So yeah, here it go. is. Whenever I have encountered spirits that have faith in their life uh, before they passed, knowing Christ, um, and having a spiritual background, not, uh, not, I can't even say spiritual background, but a spiritual aspect to their life of knowing Christ. Um, when I come in contact with them, I feel a difference in their thought patterns. Um, in particular, there's one, you know, we share the story later, but Um, this young woman had passed and I knew that she had had a background in um, spirituality and all of that only because when she came to me, she had a very clear mindset. She did have regret, but she wasn't upset about things she didn't do or things that had happened. She knew they happened. She knew that she had moved on. So at that point, it didn't matter anymore. And the only point she wanted to get across it, it was to her mother um, of you can be on the other side with me. I know heaven and I want you here. And her mindset, she, I can't say that she knew the future, but she showed me her uh, mother on this like white path and that she was on the outskirt kind of blurry, but she was holding her mom's hand, walking her through And that she knew when her mom's time was going to be when she would pass and that she would be there waiting for her. And are you trying to make me cry? No, no, but I'm serious. The, the mindset of that, it's like they have a clear mind. They understand and have a totally different thinking pattern 
whenever they know Christ. Uh, it's like he gives them the understanding that they need and they don't, while they feel regret. Yes, exactly. While they feel regret, they have peace about it and they're okay with it and they have nothing they need to linger on or they're just there if their family or if somebody needs them. Um, spirits that I've come in contact with that are frustrated and mad and upset and trying to get revenge and a point across, um, they don't have that clear mind frame. Um, they seem very, for lack of better words, clouded. Um, almost like they don't know that they're stuck in this reality that they Mm -hmm. sometimes don't know they're dead. Um, and they're just very almost in a confused state. They want their point across their revenge, their frustration known. Um, Mm -hmm. to me, that feels like they weren't given that clarity of mind because I don't believe they knew the one person that gives clarity of mind. So, not trying to sound preachy, but those to me are the ones that don't know Christ. And I have a whole theory. I may be totally wrong, but (laughs) I do know that in the Bible, it talks about the devil is the Lord of this earth. He is a materialistic uh, ruler. And I believe that people that know Christ, when they pass, they're able to as the Bible says, as soon as they pass, they're with God. And um, we know that Christ, uh, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are God. And if they enter into spirit form, then they are with God, right? Yeah. Um, so I believe they are able to go back and forth. Um, but I don't believe the ones that don't know Christ can leave earth. So I think they're in a different reality than the ones that do know Christ. And that may sound crazy, but just totally based off of my experience. um, Does not sound crazy at all. Okay, good. (laughs) Because I was like, I don't know. I've had a couple beers. Maybe I'm not making sense. (laughs) No, you totally make sense. It's a total mind thing. It's and it's hard to explain to someone that doesn't have the gift. Felt it. Yeah. 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 I mean, my answer will not be nearly as detailed as yours, but I can <laughs> say from experience, there have been a few spirits that I've come in contact with, or you and I have come in contact with. I can think of one in particular that did not like me was calling me very mm-hmm. mean names. Yeah, um, I remember this. The man. Mm-hmm. And very much to me, that felt like he was still stuck in this reality, yes. like on this earth. Like, yes. do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there, I was trying to explain this. It's so funny you bring this up because I was trying to explain this to my husband the other day. And I was trying to tell him that we have different dimensions. Obviously, I'm not trying to sound like a lunatic, but we do not see spirits walking around in front of us. So they have to be in a different dimension, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think spirits that are saved and know Christ have a totally different dimension than those that will remain on earth or not get to heaven. <laughs> Um, they're in a different dimension and yes, they can interact just like spirits interact with our dimension. But I think you have totally separate dimensions for these spirits. That is interesting. I've never thought about it like that before. I mean, obviously I've thought about the different dimensions, but not about like the segregation of, the, uh, you know, spirits in that way. I do know that there are a couple of spirits that I've encountered where, like you talk about that just clarity, that peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can just feel that. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and assume that those, obviously they do realize that they've passed. Right. And they recognize that and they have that peace. And so there is a difference. I think the, the short answer is some of them do and some of them don't. Right. Absolutely. Um, 
we and we may be totally wrong but <laughs> we can like interpreting we can only base it off of what we've dealt with at this point and exactly and we'll find out for sure when it's our time to die right absolutely absolutely um, we'll know then <laughs> I do you think have... it's weird how really I've never had a spirit tell me what it's like on the other side have you no, they can't, like, they can't say that. You know they signed an NDA. I was wondering, are there rules? Like, do, of course like, there's they rules. Get up there and they're like, you cannot tell them. It's like Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club is there is no Fight Club. That's how it is. You can't talk about it. <laughs> oh, my God. You're too funny. <laughs> I've, I've always wondered that. I'm like, they will tell you random things. But they have never once said, oh, by the way, when you pass, this is what happens. They will tell you that they had pink underwear on when they died. Yes. Or, <laughs> what, or what they used to do on Tuesdays. Or maple syrup. Yeah, exactly. Um, you and I also had an experience where we felt someone come through that had recently passed. Which one are you talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> it was pretty, it wasn't very long ago. We felt someone come through that had recently passed and, and was realizing as we were able to communicate with them uh, what had mm-hmm. happened. Right. And that was very intense. So. Yes, I that there, was. There mm. are many stages yeah to that I think and I I do think um there are things that we don't know and circumstances and questions that even I still have because even with my experience I don't know the answer and to watch that spirit kind of realize as they're going through oh oh my gosh I remember like this happened I don't know how that falls in in line with my theory of good and bad or not good. I'm not going to say good and bad, but like saved and unsaved, I should say Um, that one doesn't quite fit in those categories because I don't know. They didn't have clarity of mind, um, but they were realizing they were past. I don't know. That's a tough one. I think there are some that we're just not going to know the answers to until we get there. There's got to be a waiting room, right? There has, well, yes, there has they to be. Can't see everybody of right some away. sort, <laughs> right? So many people die every day. Oh it's got to be like, like what? Beetlejuice. Really, are we going there? <laughs> we are. Oh Take my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! You are too funny. Um, there has it, to be kind of something like that where it takes. I would imagine, you know, it's a pretty shocking thing for that to happen. Yeah. So. It, you stumped me there. Maybe the peace, <laughs> maybe the peace doesn't come right away. It's maybe very it possible. Um, a day or two or whatever. Who knows? <laughs> or maybe it's just all in their time. Like, when are they willing to accept what happened and how it happened and what's happening yeah. with them now um the spirit that i had interacted with the young woman she had been passed for quite a few years um so i, I wouldn't know maybe she had that period of time trying to figure it out and realize what was going on mm-hmm. um true. i don't know i think until we get that different experience that kind of helps us hone in on what we think or until yeah. we get there and we can ask ourselves. Um, but I will tell you one thing. If something, happens, from the <laughs> if something happens to me, I will break the rules. I will come tell you, okay? Oh, <laughs> you know, if you break the rules, you're going to get sent the other place, right? Okay, well, I don't like you that much. I'm sorry. I'm You'll just have kidding. to wait. <laughs> yeah. Come on. You don't choose me over eternal life. Like, just, no, sorry. I'll figure it out when I get there. <laughs> It'll just be a little bit longer than me. Here, 
here I assume you're going before me. But. <laughs> well, I don't know. I have a theory on that, too. But that's oh, for another gosh. day. <laughs> this is what happens when we're drinking and podcasting. We're over an hour into this episode. <laughs> hey, it gets interesting and fun. Don't it knock is. it. Everybody needs a distraction, right? Yes, so. absolutely. I needed this. I was kind of today thinking about we were going to podcast I was almost like dreading because we hadn't done it in so long. I was nervous again. And I don't know. I was just like, oh my gosh, how's this going to go? And then just like that, we start talking and it's totally us. We just start flowing and I'm cool with that. (laughs) So hopefully everybody else finds this interesting. I hope so. Or we just talk to ourselves for the last hour. I mean, we would do that anyway, so that's it is true. what it is. That's true. Well, at least the person that asked the question, hopefully, I'm sorry if we didn't give you a great answer. We gave you what but we maybe, thought we know. Maybe we gave people something to think about, so yeah. that's cool. I mean, yeah. if anybody else has any other questions, like, feel free to email us. We yep. want to hear from you. Yeah. I think... That's I think all for this we week. should stop. Yeah, we're going to like blow their minds. If we keep going, we're going to start tossing out theories and we're going to confuse the shit out of them. And <laughs> possibly out of ourselves if I drink any more of this wine. <laughs> <laughs> but we hope that everyone is staying safe and healthy. Most of yeah. all, just staying sane. Yeah, and I really do appreciate everyone that's taking the time to stop and listen to us and stay with us even though we didn't record for two weeks through all this craziness hang in there we're all going through this we're all figuring it out we'll get through it we just got to find a way like just said to keep our sanity and have that little time out and break uh, just to laugh a little and beat the coronavirus and beat the virus beat the rona guys <laughs> that's right <laughs> But also, guys, let's stop discriminating against Corona because last this time is I true. went to the grocery store, there was so much Corona left on the shelves. There was no other beer <laughs> there, but no one was buying Corona. And I just feel like it's really not fair. Corona is a great beer. Wait a so- minute. I do not agree. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, on a summer's day... A cold Corona light with some tacos. There's nothing better. Oh People, my god! I'm just saying, let's let's buy the Corona, okay? Let's not let's get the show Corona. It let's boss, buy right? the Corona. Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh! So please send us your stories and your questions to podcast at ghostygirls.com. And we are also now on Apple Podcast. Woohoo! So uh, it took a while, but we're there. Um, we're legit. <laughs> we're legit now. We, we are rolling. Uh, <laughs> so just subscribe and then give us a rating and review. But please be nice because in a world of everything that's happening, I cannot go through hearing horrible comments. <laughs> be nice or don't say anything at all. Exactly. Listen to your mother. <laughs> and remember... There There are are no goodbyes.